I want me some glory hope. Hello, welcome to the Football Glory Hole Podcast. We listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, or iHeartRadio. We thank each and every Glory Hole Seeker for tuning in this week. I am your host, Bo Stevenson. I'm joined as always here on the sports patio by my good buddy Longhorn. Longhorn, what's up, buddy? Ooh, all right, Bo Stevens. I love the sound of Aerosmith in the background. And here we go. It is super bowl week and it's actually kind of sad buddy this is our last in-season podcast of the year um we of course had a you know good to moderately good nfl season and for the first time ever we had a subpar college season but both as you know i am not one to make excuses and i always look to the inner self for the answers Except this time, not this time, buddy. I hope you have the bleep button ready because I'm about to unload <laughs> on our little Chinese friends. Man, I certainly hope you got the bleep button ready because if not, we're going to be canceled forever. Those <laughs> have are <laughs> and not only that, been responsible for my sexual droughts i'm currently experiencing i mean look (laughs) buddy how will longhorn ever hot woman again when i have to face every night when i i don't know how much of that bosey was actually bleeped out i have i am absolutely kidding i love our little asian friends and their egg rolls and besides that if you're ever if you're ever feeling down on yourself as an American man, just pop in some Asian porn and you will feel like a sexual god once again. Now, whether you are here for the funny. It's a quest for fun. I'm gonna have fun and you're gonna have fun. We're all gonna have so much fucking fun when we'll need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. You'll be whistling symphony doodah out of your assholes. Or you are here for the money. Anybody tells you money's the root of all evil, doesn't fucking have any. They say money can't buy happiness. Look at the fucking smile on my face. Ear to ear, baby. You have come to the right place. Two questions for you people. Do you like football? What a stupid question that is. What a stupid question. You ask a lot of stupid questions. My apologies, Mr. President. I'll do better. Do you like money? I'm a big fan of money. I like it. I use it. I have a little. I keep it in a jar on top of my refrigerator. I'd like to put more in that jar. That's where you come in. That's right, Adam Center. That's exactly where we come in. And we have weekly, monthly, and yearly packages to fit your needs. Go to our website, thefootballgloryhill.com, and hit us up for those free picks, premium picks, and betting strategies so you can bet football the right way, the winning way, the football glory hole way. Y'all know the drill by now. We will make you laugh. (laughs) We will make you cringe. Holy Santa Claus shit. But most of all, baby, we will make you a shit ton of money. Woo! 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 Ow! 
Love that money. Now, since we are that good and people cannot get enough of us, we have an additional YouTube show in collaboration with 105.3 The Fan in Dallas called The Degenerate with world-famous R.J. Choppy. Murray and against Zana, left side, swings this one, Holloway for three, and I set fire to the rain. Watch it pour as I touch your face. Now, with all that business out of the way, welcome, welcome to the world's number one football capping podcast, Bo Cephas, as always. Right here on the sports patio, we got the TVs glowing. We got the beer heavily flowing tonight, and right now it is everybody's unfortunate favorite part of the show. My friend, tell the people all about your horrible, fucking disgusting, cowboy choice of the week. Well, thank you very much there, sir. Tonight I am drinking a Shiner Buck. It is a staple mm. Texas beer. Four yes. out of five stars. Absolutely. the mother... Land itself, and the reason why I'm drinking this tonight is because the label has a ram on it. And Longhorn, I didn't know if you knew this or not, but rams are, you know, they're goats. Sure. And uh, this week, we've got the goat, Tom Brady. Uh-oh, I see it. Playing in his 10th, I said, 10th goddamn Super Bowl. He's mm. won six titles That's already. Not even possible. Not possible. And for all you haters out there, you people are literally dead. He killed you all. <laughs> he went to a new city with a head coach who'd never been to a Super Bowl, to a franchise that historically has the worst winning percentage since its inception into the NFL. Hmm. Brady shows up, Super Bowl. And the most ridiculous thing to me, other than you know him being a system quarterback and all that crap that we heard for years, was literally the people that were saying that Tampa Bay didn't really give Jameis a fair shake, you know, before the season, like, you know, when they let him go, before they brought Tom in, and mm-hmm. even implied that, you know, race might be involved. Uh-oh, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of you fucking morons can go fly a kite, too. And my favorite Brady stat of all time, for all those people who say, oh, his defense carried him, he was never the best quarterback. Well, yeah. From 2007 to 2018, Tom Brady was the number one EPA plus DVOA quarterback in the NFL for those 11 seasons. That's about as sharp as metrics as you could blend together. By those same blended metrics, his defense was 16th. So for 11 years of his prime, he was literally the best quarterback in the NFL, and despite having an exactly average defense in those years, he went to five Super Bowls, and he won three of them. So for all the Tom Brady's haters out there, up, you Chopper? can all just silently <laughs> slither back into your troll holes. And Tommy boy, Tommy, this Shiner Bach is for you, sir. Thank you so much from a true football fan for 20 years of greatness that we most certainly will never see again. Man, couldn't have said it better myself. All right, boys and girls, we're going to get into the podcast. It is Super Bowl week. We're going to go over some props. We're going to go over our game theories. We're going to go over everything, baby. It's going to be a goddamn extravaganza of free picks. <laughs> Longhorn's already so mad, I can't stand it. I don't care. We're giving it to the goddamn Super Bowl. We're giving them out. 
But before we get you paid, we got to get paid. And to do that, we got to go over this week's sponsor. And this week's sponsor is BetAnySports.eu. I said Bet. Hey! Sports.eu is the only place to go for online gambling. All sports of the name suggest they got poker. They got full casino games. They got the over or under how many fucking Tom Brady haters you get to punk in the fucking face this week. You better take the over there, kid, because there's a lot of morons out there. They got reduced juice, minus 105 in most situations. Same day payouts. They welcome Bitcoin. They have the widest selections of props, parlays, and teasers on the internet. People. Go to betanysports.eu, put in code word gloryhole. You get a 35% sign-up bonus today. What does that mean? It means you deposit $1,000, you get back $1,350. You take their money with our picks. You're winning money on top of money on top of fucking money, baby. It's betanysports.eu, code word gloryhole. One more time, I said betanysports.eu, code word gloryhole. Do they have the over-under on how many cancellations we'll have if you don't bleep out my opening rant because <laughs> because that's the over i think the line is about to post right now all right mm. boys and girls we're not fucking around it's the goddamn super bowl and we're about to go over all those wins coming in the air tonight baby All right, Longhorn. Well, there's only one game to discuss, and it is the biggest stage in all of professional sports. It is the Super Bowl, and it is the Kansas City, the world champion, Kansas City Chiefs, going for a back-to-back Super Bowl championship. They are minus three points. They are on the road, as this is technically a home game for Tampa Bay. And Tommy Boy's catching three full points. So what we want to do first is go over... Some prop bets you and I like, and then we'll get into the game theory in just a second. So, Longhorn, why don't you start with uh, one of your best prop bets you got there? Yeah, and like a lot of my uh, prop bets and game props go along with our, you know, our, our pick for the game, which is naturally how you should always do it. I mean, you know, you don't want to pick a bunch of props that go against the way you think that the, the game flow will actually go. So... Um, let's see. One of my favorite, well, let's just start with, let's start with the first quarter since it's obviously the beginning of the game. I love, huh? Are you breaking news here? Is that an exclusive exclusive? (laughs) They're actually, yeah, they're actually (laughs) going to start this game in the first quarter. They're not going to do that weird backward Chinese shit where they start in the fourth quarter. So, so first quarter, we're going to go under 10 points. Um, and it's the, this is probably my favorite one and it's quite simple. Super Bowl jitters happens to everybody, and I know that these two teams, well, I know that Kansas City has been in the Super Bowl in the past, and Tommy's been in a fucking shit ton of them, but not everybody on these rosters has been, and even for the ones that have, for Mahomes and Brady, it's, it's still the fucking Super Bowl, okay? The, the lights are the brightest. There will be some first quarter jitters, and the scoring is almost always depressed in that first quarter of a Super Bowl, and, but on the flip side... Vegas has had to juice this number up to 10, where it's normally sitting at about 9, 9.5 for most Super Bowls, simply because the the public is coming in on these two offenses so you know heavily, because they are two great offenses. Um, so you are getting value at that under 10. 
Brady historically has always started slow in Super Bowls. Now, I know that's with New England, and this is our first Super Bowl with Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, so there is some um, uncertainty there, but I will take the nine previous Super Bowls with Brady uh, as my sample size and be fine with that. Um, Not only that, Kansas City, you got to believe if they're ever going to try to run the ball at all in this game, which is not going to work, but if they are going to ever try it, it's going to be in the first quarter a little bit just to see if they can possibly establish a running game at all. So, you know, that'll that'll help keep that clock running in the first quarter, at least then, before they realize that they can't run it all and they abandon it later. So probably my favorite prop bet on the game is going to be the under 10 in the first quarter. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, again, we're going to keep saying that Tom Brady's played in nine Super Bowl games. Longhorn, do you know how many points Tom Brady scored in the first quarter in nine Super Bowl games? Like on an average or the most? Uh, no, just give me the total. Oh, I don't know. I, uh, it seems like it's always usually around a field goal, so I'm going to go with 27. That would be three. <laughs> total. Oh, my God. Ever. Uh, oh. So three. not three on an average. It's no, three no. total. Yeah, he scores one point every third Super Bowl he plays in in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. I'll take some more of that in this one. Yeah, so I like that a lot. For everything you just said, I'm not going to belabor the point. Uh, All right, so one of the props that I like, and this is a long shot prop, and this is not something you want to lay big money on, definitely, but I like Brady scoring a touchdown in this game, and that means he cannot throw it, so he can catch it, he can run it in, you know, (laughs) he could do any, he could make an interception and run that back, whatever, it doesn't matter. He can't throw it. It's plus 400. Now, he's been there nine times, again, like we said, and you think about Tom Brady and his history, he does a lot of quarterback sneaks. So I went, I was like, okay, how many quarterback sneak touchdowns does he have in the Super Bowl? And of course, in nine games, he's got to have one. Yeah, not one. Not one. That's crazy. So I'm just going to go welcome on the uh, Longhorn. You and I used to love baseball back in the day, and there was a thing called the do factor. So I'm going to the mm. do factor here that he's due one out of 10 times to get him a quarterback sneak. For a touchdown, I'm gonna say it happens in the third quarter, just for shits and giggles. But yeah, plus 400, I like it. Yeah, he is certainly due. There is no doubt about that. And you're right, that is a just for fun quotation type bet because if you're going on straight value, 100, it is a horrible value bet. But it sure is fun, and we've all seen that that six five no muscle having. Uh, Tom Brady <laughs> run up to the line and do like a fucking three yard quarterback sneak for a touchdown. He does it all the time, and I am I'm, I cannot believe he's never done it in a Super Bowl. So just for fun, I love it. Yeah, I'm blown. I was blown away when I found that. Blown away. Yeah. All right. How about another one of yours? Um, you know what? Since you just did one for fun, let me throw one in for uh, for fun. I like. The two-point conversion, yes. And it, and it is at plus 225. Now, now a two-point attempt is going to be, I think, at plus 130. Like, just to get the attempt, I believe, is around plus 130. Uh, but, but for them to actually succeed at a two-point conversion, it is at plus 225. Um, and I, I just – I love this because you have two, two aggressive coaches and um, – it's, it's likely going to be a very high-scoring game, so the score is likely to get lopsided, whether either 
from an extra point miss that, that fucks it all up, or just one of these aggressive coaches going for two for no fucking reason at all other than they just want to. Um, so I love the I love the the two point conversion. Yes, they have to they have to get it to cash it out, but it's at plus two twenty five, and I you know just for fun I like that one. I actually love that one. Now I'm wondering though because you get so plus one thirty to attempt it, plus two twenty five he makes it. So in theory, you could lay it on both, but lay enough or as as little on the two twenty five. So that it just happens, you're going to come out ahead either way. Yeah, you can play with the math, sure. Yeah, so you could hedge it. In other words, lay more on the just happening, the 130. And then if they do convert, obviously you're going to win both of your bets. But even if they don't, you're going to walk away with a win. I love that bet. And one thing that makes me really love it, other than everything you just said, is the Kansas City Chiefs have like the best kicker in the NFL. And he does, like the dude can make it from 58, 59. He never misses. But for some reason, he's missed the most extra points in the entire NFL. So from that spot, that what is, what is that, 33, 34 yards? 35, I think? Something it's like 33? That. I don't know, whatever. Whatever it is, whatever that, for whatever the reason, that spot fucks with him, and he misses extra points from that distance. And so if he's going to miss an extra point, which he's done, you know, I think half, half the games this year, I think he's missed an extra point, the most in, in the league. So if he's going to miss one at some point, even if they're not, and this is the beautiful part about this, even if they're not chasing, even if Kansas City's winning, right, the chart eventually will tell them, hey, at this point, you got to go for two. And Andy Reid follows that chart like a Bible, so they will go for the two when the chart says to go for two. And then obviously right. if they're losing, they're going to be chasing that point. So you're going to hit the 130 guaranteed if the dude misses an extra point. You just mark it down. Yeah. And like I said, you could hedge it with the 225. I love this bet. Yeah, I like I like that uh, playing both and um, covering your ass with the not make on the uh, just attempt. I like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, looking at let's see. So this one I'll say it's the MVP, and I think there's only one way to play the MVP. Well, there's two different ways to play it. Here's, you're here- gonna you're gonna creep into to <laughs> to one of my notes on the actual game, but but go ahead so I can see where you're going with this. Here's the one thing I don't think you should do, and that's bet Mahomes minus 120. He is the favorite, and not because Mahomes is not awesome. Obviously, he is. And if they win, obviously, he's going to be a big part of it. But you got to remember who votes on this award, and it's the media. And the media at this point thinks, like most people think, that Mahomes is young. He's obviously the most dominant quarterback in the NFL. He's going to go to – I mean, people are already talking about him catching Brady in Super Bowl appearances, right? Like, that's a real thought out there. And God bless him if he does, but, you know, I'm old enough to remember Brett Favre winning three straight NFL MVPs and going to two straight Super Bowls and looking like, you know, Mahomes with the rifle arm and making crazy throws and just you can't stop the dude, right? And then, you know, Russell Wilson went to two straight, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, I can easily see, especially if it's in a blowout, if if Kansas City wins in a blowout, and Kelsey scores two touchdowns and he's got some kind of funny dance that he'll do, and the media just loves that dude anyway, they could easily give that to Travis Kelsey, who is plus, th- plus 1,000, by the way. So I think if you're going to bet Kansas City, I would bet either Kelsey or Hill, which are both long shots, because, again, there's no guarantee if you win or if they win that Mahomes gets the MVP. However, what is guaranteed is if Tampa Bay wins the game, Tom Brady will get the MVP. And I don't give a shit what his numbers are. It's not going to matter. It's going to be like the Elway versus Favre Super Bowl. 
It was a lot. Like, Elway played like shit in that game. Favre had more completions to one receiver than Elway did in the entire fucking game. But he got the MVP because it was a lifetime achievement award. And they're going to send Tommy out with that MVP. I don't give a fuck if he throws for 95 yards. If the man is breathing when the, when the fucking final whistle goes, he's getting the MVP. And he's at plus 187. So there's no reason to bet on any other buck. And just like to use the poker analogy, if you're playing Hold'em and you're going to stick in it to the river, right? you're going to pay to see that last card, you better be drawn to the nuts. Because if you're drawn to, well, if I hit this straight, maybe he doesn't have a flush, you're fucking up. But if you're drawn to the nuts flush, right, and you know you know there's no full house out there, that's when you gamble to go to the river. You draw to the nuts. So if you're going to bet this game, you got to draw <laughs> to the nuts. And that if Tampa Bay wins, you are guaranteed to win with Tom Brady at the plus 187. Yeah, and I agree. I 100% agree with your Tampa Bay side. I am going to push back on the Kansas City side. And it's just because of historically in these Super Bowls, they give it to the quarter to the quarterback. And like you said, if Kelsey goes off or if Tyreek Hill goes off, well, Mahomes is the one throwing it to him and he's going to be throwing to other people too. And I'll just I'll just point back to the last time these two teams played. And let's pretend this was the Super Bowl. Tyreek Hill had 13 catches for 269 yards and three touchdowns. That is Super Bowl MVP worthy right there. However, is he going to get that over in the in the same game? Mahomes had 462 yards passing, 28 yards rushing. So 490 total yards and three touchdowns, no picks. So I at best, that's going to be a split MVP. And more than likely, they're going to hedge towards the quarterback. So... And we can get into that later about... Uh, yeah, I hear you, and more than likely. But my point is, it's more than likely. It's not guaranteed. So I'm not going to well, lay not. 20 cents. Well, I'm not going to lay 20 cents for something that's not guaranteed. I can catch 87 on the back end of Brady, and that is a guarantee. If they win, it's a guarantee. Yeah, yeah. And and and, I, and I'm and i with you there, but... Uh... that That's the reason why I said that, because... Just and Mahomes is most likely going. Obviously, obviously, they didn't put him minus one twenty for nothing. He's most likely. Is he one twenty everywhere? I think I've seen some one ten still. I got it at one twenty this morning when I pulled this up. I think you can shop around and get that at a one minus one ten still. Uh, and, and my my I mean, might as well get into it now. My whole point with this Mahomes MVP is if you like if you like Kansas City. But you don't feel comfortable laying the three, and you just want it, and you'd rather take Kansas City on the money line. Well, the Kansas City money line is minus one seventy, I believe. Well, you can get even at your number, Mahomes minus one twenty um, to be MVP, and not although it's not a guarantee. More than likely, if Kansas City wins, Mahomes is going to get the MVP. So it's kind of a backwards way of getting Kansas City to win the game at a much less margin. Then taking them on the money line at minus one seventy, um, and, and and you can even get it at minus one ten at some places. So, you know, for someone like me who we've talked about in past podcasts, I've got a obviously that giant ticket on Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl uh, plus five thousand. Well, for me personally, instead of hedging on Kansas City at minus one seventy um, to kind of kind of do an eighty twenty hedge, I'm probably gonna hedge that out on Mahomes at minus 110 to win MVP 
at a much cheaper price. And, and so that's kind of what I was thinking with that. Oh man, I don't. With that ticket you're holding, I don't think I could do that because there's a real chance that you lose both ways. <clears throat> I don't see. I don't see any way Kansas City wins and, and Mahomes doesn't get MVP. Well, Brad Favre was the MVP of the Super Bowl. He won. They gave it to Desmond Howard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this is the second straight. I'm just saying it's it's far from a guarantee. It's more than likely for sure, but it's far it's from a guarantee. But the reason why very the, likely the only yeah for sure. But the only way that I would play this bet is to bet Brady because I'm guaranteed if if I win I'm if the, if Tampa Bay wins I'm guaranteed to win. Yeah, and I, I'm, and I'm I agree getting with almost that. two to one to my money. I agree with that part. All right, what else you got on props? Um, well. I mean, let's see. What would be the? I don't want to give all the good stuff away. I I don't know. I guess I guess an easy one, a common sense one, is um, second half scoring to be higher scoring than the first half. And this go this goes right along with the game theory. Also, uh, it, you know, second halves are always historically more scoring than first halves in, in a typical game. And they they certainly are in the Super Bowl. You know, because of the jitters. The playing it safe, not trying not to lose a game in the first half, and then in the second half, you know, to, uh, just just going nuts and uh, taking advantage of some tired defenses. So, uh, you know, and not only that, overtime. I mean, it's a small chance, but if if it does happen to go to overtime and it's expected to be a close game, obviously overtime points count towards second half. So that's just a bonus there. Um, I. I and it, the last I saw, you can get the second half as the highest scoring half at minus 10, minus 115. So, I don't know. That that goes along with the game theory. Yeah, love that bet, too. That's historically pretty much just how these games go. I mean, of course, anything's possible. But you're definitely betting with the trends of history. Uh, what about what player props? Any player props? You saving those? What do you, I, yeah, what do you do? I, don't have, I don't have any player props ready to go for tonight. I mean, I mean, it, it, check the website. I guess you know I, I can put a lot of these out on the website on the on the on the free picks if tab. If you want to throw some out, go ahead. I mean, I, I guess my favorite one would be um, Fournette over three and a half receptions. He has turned into late in the season into kind of the the go to guy for Brady in the in the passing game to running backs, and and we all know that historically Brady loves to use his running backs out of the backfield. Um, and over the last four or five games for Fournette, he is averaging um, about five and a half targets a game. Like he, he's gonna get the targets, and as long as he doesn't go straight stone hands and just drop them, which he's which he's shown that he's not really <laughs> he's not really gonna do. Then th- this is a, I, I think this should be <laughs> this should be an easy player prop to hit at the at the over three and a half, and specifically. If Kansas City grabs the lead, much like they did in the last time they met, um, that'll just increase the chances that Tampa Bay will be throwing a lot. Brady will be checking down a lot. So that's, I guess we can just do one player prop. That's probably my favorite one. He'll he'll get four or five catches in this game for sure. Yeah, guys, and you want to check the website because uh, my buddy's been on fire with these player props. He's been giving them out for free. Um, it's kind of our first little foray into it, so. Not charging for those. They are on the website for free, so you're definitely going to want to check that out. Uh, he's hitting well over 60% at this point on the ones he's put out for the season, so he's crushing on that shit. 
So definitely yeah. go check out the website. Been fun. All right, we're going to get into the game now. So Kansas City, like we said, uh, minus three, I believe. Let me look up the latest over under. I think it was 54 and a half last time I saw it. Whew. Keeps going down. Keeps going down. Keeps going down. And it is, <clears throat> no, it's back up to 56 now. Uh-oh. So so big bounce back up. Um, so 55 and a half. I see it a couple places, but yeah. Up, back up. So some, some, some money came back in and bet that back up to yeah. fifty six. Because yeah. I know we grabbed it. We'll get into our official pick later, but we got it all the way down to forty nine and a half. So, uh, all right. So getting into the game. Obviously, we know who these two teams are. We know what all the hype's been, and you know, a three point game obviously tells you. Vegas is telling you these are even teams. Because yes, it is Tampa Bay at home. I don't even think they're giving a full point. Uh, it's Tampa Bay, about a half point, maybe three quarters of a point, is what I'm hearing that the books are pretty much figuring in there. So, you know, they're saying Kansas City's better, but that's where I don't think I can agree that Kansas City is better. But here's what I will say, and I'll start with this. If Mahomes plays like he did against Buffalo, because if you look at the game overall, both sides seem very square, right? You don't bet against Tom Brady because he's 60% for his career. He's 66% this year in the playoffs. And you don't bet against Mahomes because you can't beat Mahomes, right? Like, he's just unbeatable. And if Mahomes plays like he did against Buffalo, mm-hmm. I don't know that you can beat him. I really don't because in that game, that was one of the most impressive performances I've ever seen. You can look at his basic you know, counting stats, you can look at his advanced analytics. Aesthetically, it was truly a work of art. His QBR, not quarterback rating, that's a crap-ass stat, stop using it. His total QBR was a 95.8. <laughs> so just to remind everybody, that's out of 100. Is that good? It's pretty goddamn good. And, you know, a lot of people explain it to a way that Basically, how you play in that versus how your opponent plays in that is kind of your chance to win the game versus his chance to win the game. So basically, he had about a 96% chance to win that fucking game. And, of course, they did. So if he plays yeah. that way, I I, mean, I don't know how you beat him. I really don't. But right. you can't expect him to play that well every game because nobody plays that fucking well every game. So it's kind of where I want to start with that and see get your thoughts on that. Yeah, and you know how you get a quarterback to not play like that? A pass rush, and it's it's as it's as old as the game itself. Great quarterbacks, no matter how great they are, if you get to them, if you rush the quarterback, you will affect his game. Now it's you know it, <laughs> bringing Mahomes down from the greatness that he is, and you affect him. It's still going to be better than the rest, of course. But he will be affected some, and, you know, my handicap is pretty simple. It's very old school, and it might be it, – it might burn me, but I don't care because we've been following football forever, and it is tried and true that if you rush the quarterback and if you have a poor offensive line, I mean, when has that not been – the, the path to success. And if it's not, if I'm wrong, and Mahomes can overcome this offensive line shuffle that's going to be reshuffled again because Eric Fisher went out, and I know you got a great set on that, and I'll throw it to you, but if he can overcome that, 
then then take your tip your hat. He's the next goat. He's the baby goat. And fine, but I'll stick with with the way football has been since its inception. And you have a poor offensive line, a great pass rushing defensive line, and that has to matter. At some point, it has to fucking matter, and that's the way I'm going to lean. Yes, yeah, I love that we're both coming at this game by the way that we handicap, right? Because that is the way you hand your you know roster. Um, heavy you know these rosters better than anybody that i know for sure and you know which which players actually make impacts and which players you know who cares right mm-hmm. or in certain situations they make a bigger impact and from my perspective usually always by the numbers right if you look at our power rankings right and not just ours but you look at football outsiders tampa bay is the better team they're the better football team Tampa Bay is top 10 in offense and defense on DVOA. All right, Kansas City's not. In fact, if you take DVOA plus uh, EPA, I think Tampa Bay is the sixth best defense this season, and Kansas City's 18th, which means they're below average. Yep. So, and if you took the quarterbacks off these two teams, just take them off. Obviously, Mahomes is better than Brady at this point. There's no, That's not even a debate. Uh, but take those off. And look at the rosters. I mean, how how can you look at this in Kansas City's current state? Fisher out. How can you say that Tampa Bay doesn't have the better team? Like you want to go back to your theory? Like I don't think that you could make an argument that Tampa Bay doesn't have the better team. They might have the biggest names, right? But depth wise, how could you say that that Kansas City has a better football team? I know you know you can't, and the numbers bear that out. All 22, if you take the all 22 on both, it's clearly the best average is clearly Tampa Bay. It's clearly. Yeah. I mean, Chavi said it today on the general, like if you took if, if you took the quarterbacks out, because I put, posed that theory, I was like, who's got the better team? He said you would take the top two, maybe three guys. If you're building a football team, you pick the first three from Kansas City, and you wouldn't pick another Chief until like the next 18 bucks. Like, that's just kind of – and if you yeah. think that it's probably about right. If you take Kelsey or if you take the quarterback out, Mahomes, then it's Kelsey Hill and Chris Jones. And then about the next <laughs> ten yeah, I mean, are it's a lot. Are Bucks. I, I mean, yeah. So we've got we've got what roster wise is the better team and we're getting three points. So you know, you know that's because of Mahomes, and that's fine, and it's probably fair, right, that Mahomes moves the line that much because obviously he has the ability to do things that we just have not really seen in a long time. I won't say ever because, again, people do forget how magic fucking Brett Favre was when he was really Brett Favre, but we've not seen this in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. But here's where I think everybody's got it wrong from a game theory perspective. Everybody... Everything I hear is like, oh, the pressure's on Brady. This could be his last Super Bowl. Like, there is no pressure on Tom Brady. Zero. This is number 10. He did it without Bill. He's already there. There's no pressure on him at all. He, have you seen the dude? He's smiling. He's having a good fucking time. This is not the same Tom that we see in leading up to other Super Bowls. He's not so businesslike. He's having a great time. He is loose. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, I've heard Mahomes on interviews talk about 
you know, games like this are for your legacy. Games like this, you know, at, at the end of the day, people oh, will decide. Yeah. So he knows. Mm-hmm. Patrick knows that, and he's smart enough, and he his dad played professional ball. He knows how, how narratives get built and what, and what media does to your legacy. He saw it firsthand with his father. So he knows this is probably his only chance to play the GOAT in the Super Bowl. Not because he might not get back, but, I mean, my God, for – Tampa Bay to get back. I'm not saying they can't, but Jesus God. Christ, he's 43 fucking a, years old. It might be a repeat next year. <laughs> it might be, but in your mind, you got to think this is really my only chance to, and I need sure. to beat this dude because this is the dude. So when they look back at my shit, mm-hmm. if I only have four titles versus his six titles, but I beat him, you know, I yep. could win that goat argument. And I know people think that those athletes don't think about that. Yes, they do. When they're that good, yes, they uh, they absolutely. And, again, I heard him say it, not in so many words, but kind of leading up to that, in an interview. Good. I, I'm glad to hear that. I didn't hear that interview, and I, but I'm glad to hear that because this is – I mean, I know Tony Romo got a lot of shit for um, – you know, he gets a lot of shit anyways for his Tom Brady love, and that's fine. You know, like people, people like to give people shit because they call it the, you know – the Brady slobbing his knob factor, but I mean, fuck man, he's been doing it so long, but this, this is a legacy game. Like Tony Romo said, this is, ap- but not for Brady. <laughs> it's not for Brady. It's a legacy game for Mahomes. Like if he loses to Brady again, cause don't just remember he lost to him two years ago. Yep. Although not, you know, when he, the last time he was on the field, he had the lead. So I'm not, it's not Mahomes fault that he lost, but the last time they played, he walked off the field as the as the losing quarterback. So if it happens again, it might be the last chance he gets to in on the same field stake his claim as I am the new goal, and I'm gonna fucking take your Super Bowl records starting now with with the Super Bowl win. So it absolutely matters to Mahomes, and I'm glad to hear that he's talking about it in the media because if he's talking about it, he's thinking about it, and that's awesome. Yep. And so I'll give you the stat that Longhorn referenced earlier about Fisher, and then we'll kind of that should lead us into our official pick for the game. So I've got a lot. I've got a lot more stuff after you, so we can. I mean, uh, we're only thirty bad. minutes in, so we can we can do do your awesome stat because I think I still have not heard this stat listening around uh, to either. various. I haven't heard it at all. So as far as I've heard, this is an exclusive exclusive to the FGH. Uh, podcast, so bust it out. Yeah, like I said on the Degenerate, uh, that's because it's really exclusive, exclusive because you know it's not a Mike Fisher exclusive. We actually are doing it first. So who, get... who the fuck is Mike Fisher? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, so Patrick Mahomes for his career is almost unbeatable. Let's just get that out of the way. In his last two years, including the playoffs. He is 30 and 4 straight up. That's 88% winning percentage. That's good. Which sounds unreal, but Longhorn, it gets even better than that. Oh, no. In those 34 games, 28 of them, he's had his left tackle, Mr. Eric Fisher. In those 28 games, he is 27 and 1. That is 96.4% of all games he wins straight up. With Eric Fisher. Got it. However, there's been six games without Fisher left tackle. And in those six, he's 3-3. Three three. That's quick math. That's 50%. 
<laughs> so you go from 96.4% winning percentage, so almost guaranteed, to a coin flip because of one guy. So you take that on top of the fact that Tampa Bay can get home in four, like you said with the pass rush. They don't have Todd Bowles does blitz, but he didn't have to, and he didn't blitz a lot. I was listening to, um, oh, who's our guy, Greg Cosell. He was telling, he was saying that you know Todd Bowles really didn't blitz that much, you know, the first game against Mahomes, even though that's really more his forte to do so, mm-hmm. and he's really not going to have to now because they got pressure anyway in that game with Fisher. Without him, they're really going to get fucking pressure. And like you said, that's really the key to even. Even attempting to beat Patrick Mahomes, you got to make him move. And when you do make him move, they got to do better at staying with those guys in the secondary. Because he, I mean, he's the best thrower on the run too. So you can make him move; that's fine. But you got to make him move when he doesn't want to move, not when he wants to move. That, I think that's the key. But from ninety-six point four percent to fifty-fifty. Yeah, and I love that so much. And it, and on top of that, like that's like as if that's not enough. This. Losing Eric Fisher, they're not replacing just one offensive lineman because of what they decided to do. And I should have, uh, I should have wrote this down because they they're basically going to have three new starters off of one Eric Fisher injury because they kicked. Uh, this is off memory. I think they kicked out the right guard to right tackle. They moved the. <laughs> The left guard to left tackle and then inserted a new guard to take the right. I probably jacked that all up. Bottom line is they've got three new. They got a whole new offensive line setting with zero games to get continuity there because Eric Fisher got hurt late, late in the game against Buffalo. So these three new starters at those specific positions have not had any game time to get used to each other. You know, that's, like I said before, I mean, fuck, if that doesn't matter and Mahomes is that good to overcome that, then take off your hat, say, fuck, fuck me, you got me. I mean, that's all you and, can do. And I think back to my point earlier about pressure, it's not just pressure, but like everybody's saying, oh, Tom Brady, he's going to have to, he's going to play the game of his life to be Patrick. He's going to have to throw for 400 yards. He's going to, no, he's not. No, he's not. Because Tom Brady has played one good playoff game so far, and that was against the Redskins, which the Redskins, or sorry, Washington football team, whatever the fuck they're called. Oh, you better bleep that out. <laughs> you better bleep it out. You know, he played really, really good in that game against an actual legit defense. But the other two games, he hasn't been good, and they won. He doesn't have to be great for this team to win because they are a good football team. However, on the other side, if – Patrick Mahomes doesn't become Superman if he doesn't have a 96 quarter or QBR, right? They're they they're gonna be in trouble. So he is the one that has to play perfect. He is the one that has to play elevated even above his highest elevation because he is gonna be running for his life. It is gonna be tough for them to move the ball, and he's gonna have to be fucking Superman, which he absolutely can be. We've seen it. We've seen him do it. So we're not telling you side of the possibility, but only because it's him. I mean. If you replaced Patrick Mahomes with, uh, I don't know, fuck, put, not even Aaron Rodgers, let's do somebody kind of next tier down. Let's say... Uh, Quincy Carter. No, let's not do that. Let's <laughs> not go that far. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, 
I don't know. Jimmy G was in the Super Bowl last year. Let's say Jimmy G. Okay. Tampa Bay is, what, it flips it all the way to six points, right? Tampa Bay is minus three in this game. Wouldn't you think? Uh, with Jimmy G? Oh, you mean with uh, Jimmy G on Kansas City? Yes. Oh, mm, six points. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, it might be only five. I don't know. It depends on what your opinion is on Jimmy G at this point. Okay. So, I think and five, six, somewhere around there is fair because I've heard a lot of people say that he's three points better than Brady, which I think that's that's probably about fair too at this sure. point. All right, and sure. but Brady's still better than Garoppolo ever thought about being, even at oh, forty three yeah. years old. So, definitely. Yeah. So that my point is like with this game and how Tampa Bay is going to play it. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the one that has the pressure, and Patrick Mahomes is the one who's going to play better. Or his best game. And Tom just, he just doesn't have to fuck it up, right? He's in that Peyton Manning mode at this point. Just don't fuck us out of the game, Tommy. And we'll be there. We'll just make a couple plays. Do what you do. When when, when the big ball comes, you and I had this conversation earlier in the week. If he played him last year, same scenario. The game plays out just like it does. He doesn't miss that throw. Nope. To Sanders late. He hits that on a fucking dime. It's the a touchdown dagger. and it's, it's church. It's Yeah, it's church. Yep. He don't miss that shit. That's not what what Tom does not miss that fucking dagger shot ever. Can, can I just throw out uh, just one game theory nugget that I got before we before we move on? Um, it, it's now all, everything we're saying is obviously how we feel. You know, pre pre snap of anything that happens in this game. Once the game starts. I think that the first downs on both sides of the ball is going to tell the story, and we're going to find out pretty quick within the first quarter um, how this game is going to go. First downs, Kansas City did pre-snap motion on 82% of their plays last week or two weeks ago against Buffalo. And Tampa Bay, (laughs) as great as they are on defense, and they are, they're they're a very good defensive team. They are one of the worst defenses against pre-snap motion i don't know why i'm not you know i'm not a coach i don't know the x's and o's like that but for whatever reason pre-snap motion they they struggle with it um so if if kansas city is doing pre-snap motions on first down and having success it's going to negate that pass rush and on and uh to the other point of that tampa bay is one of the worst pass rushing teams on first and second down however one of the best on third down. So the first downs for Kansas City offense versus Tampa Bay defense, it's going to be fucking, it, it's going to tell the story. Now, on the other side of the ball, first downs for Tampa Bay is equally as huge because after the bye week in week 12, Byron Leftwich, who was, you know, under some pressure, you could say, for his predictability in, in his play calling. And he's he's kind of, he, he earlier in the season, he was falling in that trap of, you know, run, run, pass, or run, pass, pass. Like, it was too predictable. After the bye week, they opened it up. They got more um, more first down passing happy. And since that bye week in week 12, they're averaging 36 points a game, which is the best in the league since that point, even better than Kansas City. So, to me, if you are <laughs> – if you're watching the game, and some people like to do in-game bets, so if you're doing, if you're an in-game better, watch the first quarter, 
Watch what how these teams are playing on first down. See who's having success on first down versus the opposing defenses, and that'll pretty much tell the story for the game. Now, the Godwin note, in the second half, in the last game that these two teams played, Godwin went crazy in the slot. They found a little something there. Leftwich found a little something. I don't think it's going to take them that long to find that little niche this time, and I think that Godwin is going to be exploited in that slot heavily to begin the game. I think they'll actually probably open with a lot of that, um, and that there will be a Godwin prop, player prop uh, to go along with that. But, man, we love Tampa in this game for multiple reasons. Um, I hope it <laughs> – you know, I hope that everything that we have said makes sense. I hope it goes our way. You know, is, is there any other game theories that you have that you want to dive into uh, to tell the people? Uh, Well, just touching on a couple things you said there. First of all, nobody knows more about getting manipulated in your slot than you. So I mm. think, or you say exploited, exploiting your slot. I, 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 <laughs> uh, sir, <laughs> sir. And secondly, We've talked about this. And We've secondly, talked about this. You got to stop. <laughs> What's the second point? Secondly, uh, yeah, talking about in-game betting. So I usually leave that up to you because generally after the first quarter, my pants are off at a Super Bowl mm. party. So uh, no, there's there's going to be a lot of good opportunities to bet in-game. One thing you have to remember too is you're looking for uh, kind of flows in. Where the margin should be, and the the juice will kind of tell you if you if you read it right, where they're thinking, where Vegas is really thinking the next score is coming from, or how confident they are in putting up those lines. Because it's not always just straight juice on both sides. So they're going to charge you an extra dime where they can, an extra nickel where they can, this and that. You know, we we pretty much subscribe to the theory that. Not only better team, but better quarterback, which Mahomes is in this factor. If they get down, right, Longhorn and I will probably be betting individually bets at different points just depending on what number we're at that Kansas City is going to get back inside whatever the cover is, right? Because that's uh, that's what they do. And not only that, like it's it's likely, we've talked about this during the week, it's, it's not a lock, but it is likely that Tampa Bay gets the ball first because – you know, Kansas City always defers to the second half when when they win the the coin flip, and at least the last couple of times, Tampa Bay has taken the ball. Now that can work in, to your advantage if that happens, because let's say you do like Kansas City, but you don't feel like laying a three. Like I said earlier, one route is to do the Mahomes MVP route. Like I said, another is just wait. And since it's likely that Tampa Bay will get the ball first, or it's more than likely than not, let's just put it that way, if they drive down and get a field goal or a touchdown in the opening drive, then you have instant great value to then go in game and put your bet on Kansas City at a much better number than Kansas City minus three. So that's just another way to get at Kansas City if you uh, like that side. I mean, I think at that point, if Tampa Bay takes the opening kickoff and goes scores a touchdown, you it's said what, you yeah. It's, well, you said that Casey was minus one seventy on the money line oh, b- before the game. Yeah. Yeah. So at that point, yeah, like I said, it's gonna be dead. It's gonna be dead even money. So mm-hmm. instead of paying yep. that seventy cents, they go score even a field goal. You're probably talking about what one thirty at that point. That's half, what less than half the juice you would have paid if they go score a touchdown. That goes instantly to a pick 'em. So. You can get yep. can't, then. Then you're betting Mahomes to win the game with no vig at all, 
And mm-hmm. even though I don't think it's going to go that way, I don't even think I could turn that bet down. I think I'd just lay the bet down because, like, it's it's almost like one of those good salesmen. Like, he's like, you're almost losing money not buying this shit. <laughs> you know, whatever. Oh, if you if you got Tampa Bay plus three and a half, you're you're just begging that they go down and get the opening touchdown so you can, you know, hedge the fuck with Kansas City, and then you can middle you can middle that and win both. You sure the hell can, and there is nothing better than middling a fucking bet. I can promise you that. Yeah, I like I like to middle your slot as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, that is none of your goddamn business, yeah. and I thank you, said of my personal affairs. <laughs> yeah. All right, are we giving out the uh, the the uh, official pick? Oh, I mean, I, I think we haven't, but I guess I think everybody can figure out what, what side we're on. Um, are, you, are you talking about the teaser? Yeah, yeah. So earlier you said that we got it at forty nine and a half, and I think you meant to say that we got the teaser down to forty nine and a half. Yes. Yeah, so explain explain the teaser and what we got. Okay, so we do obviously like Tampa Bay to win the game. Uh, I personally already bet Tampa Bay on the money line to win the game. However, it is Mahomes, and we couldn't in good conscience put that out, you know, as our official pick. We wanted to build some sort of margin in there and still get money back, some return on investment. So if you play a two-game teaser, so you're going to tease Tampa Bay from the plus three to plus nine. So it gets you over the three and through the seven, all the way to the nine. And then we like the over in the game. Uh, I think this opened up at 57 and a half, right? 58, somewhere around in there. It's been all, when we grabbed it, it was all the way down to 54 and a half. So you tease that down, or sorry, 55 and a half, my bad. Yeah, 55 55 and a half, which we tease that all the way down to 49 and a half. So we got under 50. So we had Tampa Bay plus nine and over 49 and a half on a two game teaser that pays you one to one on your money so it's just what's like, the current what's what's currently available though for people well if you can get out to the bet mgm you can get tampa at nine and a half they're the only book in town still left at three and a half um mm-hmm. and you can still get 55 and a half at sportsbetting.com. other than that everything i see let me check this other set real quick. Yep, everything I see is 56, or there's a couple of them that have 56 and a half. You definitely don't want to go do that, but you can get it No, that's fine. That's that's still fine because 51 is a key number in the over-unders. 51 is kind of like the three and the seven for the spread. So if you can get sure. under that 51, it's still value. But you got, I mean, it's 56 everywhere. Like yeah, The, the one book is 55 and a half. We just happened to grab it with one of ours that was 55 and a half at the time. So that's that's the bet. It's Tampa Bay plus the nine and under, or sorry, over. We'll just call it. We'll call it fifty and a half to be fair, or fi- actually fifty to be fair, because that's pretty much where the line's at everywhere. And check the check the website, like we said, for the free picks. I'm gonna fucking blast almost every pick I've got up there. It's gonna be gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and with that, of course, we would end this goddamn football season on that note. Of course. That was all. Them wins coming in the air tonight, baby! All right, boys and girls, well, that was the Super Bowl podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, 
Guys, we love doing this year after year. Uh, we love grinding on these games. We love winning fucking money, and more importantly mm-hmm. than that, we mm-hmm. love winning you guys' fucking money. But, uh, you know, we aren't going anywhere. We've got some stuff coming up. Longhorn, I know you want to tell them about a couple of projects we have coming up here pretty soon, so... You guys stay tuned, and uh, Longhorn, where, when are these people going to get to enjoy us again? I mean, I know it's going to be hard, but you might have to wait a couple of weeks to hear our smooth, sensual sounds again. <laughs> but yeah, like, look, we've talked about but in the past, we, we're not going anywhere. We're, we're going to put out multiple, as much as we can in the off-season podcast um i know you do a lot of deep dives fantastic work into the numbers and um and all that math bullshit that you do like that's your (laughs) job uh and and i do and i do my dorky dives into fucking rosters and draft shit so it all comes together quite beautifully in the end and um look it's when Super Bowl's over, it's draft season, baby. Like, it is fucking – there is no offseason in football. We're going straight into the draft. I'm going to put out several podcasts before the draft, either with you or without you. We haven't even talked about that yet. Um, but as we get closer to the draft, we will definitely put out some draft prop bets. Um, you know, I'm looking to make four or five-plus units on the draft and yes you can bet on the draft and yes it is profitable so i'm looking to walk into next season already up units um from the draft so don't go anywhere we're not going anywhere we're going to continue to bring you the funny and the money like we always do and um i can't wait to do it buddy i cannot wait till a fucking season comes back next year with no china flu no fucking bullshit no fucking mask, no 10% people in the stands. I just want a normal, back-to-normal football season next year, buddy. Can we get that? Can we have it? I think uh, I think so. I think Sleepy Joe is going to take us to the promised land, baby. Uh, <laughs> but Let's do it. One, uh, one last thing on that. We are, we are scheduled to be in Cleveland if, they, mm-hmm. if Cleveland allows us to be there. So... If if there is a draft, I know there's gonna be a draft, but they you know actually have it and allow people. We will be there as we always are at every draft site, and we'll be coming to you live from the mm-hmm. great town of Cleveland. Mm. For some reason, it doesn't roll off the tongue. It, it really doesn't. doesn't. Uh, you know, it's it's really just not anything to write home about. But God damn mm-hmm. it. We'll be we'll there, see. and uh, we'll see what uh, we'll see what the best of uh, Cleveland has to offer with the uh, the blondes and the brunettes and the redheads, and you know they got some casinos. We're gonna have some fun. We have fun everywhere. We fucking go, oh, yeah. baby. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. All right, Longhorn, tell me about that fabulous website one more time. Yeah, and I, I promise I'll I'll post every picture of every fat chick that I talk to in Cleveland, <laughs> and you, you know we've never been there, so. I can't wait to see what the great city of Cleveland has to offer in that um, aspect. Now, all you glory hole seekers, that unfortunately is going to wrap up the season-ending episode of the Football Glory Hole Podcast. We thank each and every one of you for tuning in. We have had record 
downloads it downloads this season and we look forward to that continuing into next season and uh and setting some more records so y'all come back to the sports patio next week next next month next year and don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating so we can pay those bills hit us up on any of our social medias and don't forget to subscribe to both our youtube channels the football glory hole and the degenerate with rj choppy and our very own bo cephas we give out free picks on our website, and this week there's going to be a shit ton on our podcast and also on our YouTube quick hits so people stop being st- sports stupid and use them all. But more importantly, sign up for those premium picks at our website so that we may become partners for life. And Bo Cephas, I tell you every week, it's in a mostly non-sexual <laughs> way. People, stop throwing away your hard-earned money in a guessing game. Let the pros do the heavy lifting. So sign up, tell a friend, and join in on the fun of watching football, drinking beer, and never pay a bookie again. Come on. God damn it. People never pay a bookie again. Steven Tyler, take yourself, baby.